Welcome to the STR Home Financing Podcast, where we believe a legacy is something you build, not just something you leave behind. And now, here's your host, Jeff Chisholm. Hey, this is Jeff Chisholm with STR Home Financing. Hope you are doing well. We are going to jump into another episode of Three Things That You Should Know. And I am super, super excited to have the godfather of short-term rentals on the episode today. You know, I talk to physicians all the time and, you know, they're cardiologists, they're pediatric anesthesiologists. They have these specialties and there's a reason for that. And I'm not saying that we're talking about life and death situations, but when you are interested in this asset class, there is absolutely no way you should be talking to a generalist. You need to talk to an expert. So whether it's an attorney, CPA, mortgage guy, you know, Bill Faith, who's my guest today, brings a whole nother level because he has really committed himself to STR when it comes to acquisition, running a short-term rental, and it goes on and on and on. So he uh, has devoted a lot of resources to become an expert in this space. So Bill, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Jeff. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, thank you so much. So we will jump into who you are, what you have done, what's your background related to short-term rental and what you're doing, what you bring to the, the short-term rental community. Yeah, I mean, I started, I did my first uh, short-term rental 2015, Estes Park, Colorado. Unbeknownst to me, my business partner, my Glow Golf business bought a house there and we started STRing it. Went into the western side of Destin with a, a condo. After that, didn't like that. Then really my first foray on my own was uh, a beach house in Gulf Shores, Alabama in late 2016. You talk about not life and death situations. I had something that was somewhat close in my second STR. I made a bad investment, didn't follow what I preach today, got tied in with a bad contractor slash handyman and lost 126,000 bucks. And it set me back a year and a half. So I really didn't have my third STR till deep into 2018. Bought a few more prior to COVID, launched uh, Build Short-Term Rental Wealth in 2020, and have been educating over 25,000 students since then. And then obviously we had our big STR Wealth Conference with 1,000 attendees last week. So I'm on a mission to teach people that, I mean, I'm, I don't want to say I'm anti anything, but I'm kind of against arbitrage. You know, I would rather see people co-host, but most importantly to invest into the still the number one asset class. A lot of people think that, our, that the market is down from short-term rentals. It's not down. It's back where it's stabilized, where it's in normalcy from 2018, 2019. You know, COVID, half of 2020, 21, 22, it was an aberration. So I think now people need to focus on some different factors on their hosting and their marketing and, you know, how they invest moving forward. Yeah, no, I agree. This space isn't going anywhere. This asset class isn't going anywhere. But, you know, it's just like anything else in life. Some people are going to achieve great things. Some people are going to do okay. Some people are going to fail. And I think that the people that will do great things are the ones that are really seeking excellence. And in that, they're going to seek education. They're going to seek ways to to be better. So yeah, absolutely. So Bill, you're you're married. You have a couple of daughters. And the reason why you know I had sent you that note about why I was missing because my daughter was getting married. So I'll go ahead and prepare you. I know you've done some hard things, but buddy, you have not done the two hardest things you'll ever do in your life. So you may want to mentally start preparing for that or do what I did, just kind of live in denial about it until the day and then just weep constantly. I, I'm sure I will be 
a bawling bag of potatoes when my daughters are walking <laughs> down that aisle. I'm sure you shed a tear or two. Well, we, we were in rehearsal and they just talked about the doors opening and I was like, oh my gosh, it's here. And yeah, it was the waterworks. So, um, you know, I know you've got a new course out and I, I really wanted to see if we could concentrate there because there's kind of a few different lanes out there when it comes to STRs. There's the self-managing, there's co-hosting, there's finding a property manager. So there's diff different camps there. So what are three things people should know related to owning a short-term rental and, and some of the advantages of of managing that yourself or co-hosting, I'll kind of let you take it from there in, in your own direction. Yeah, I've always kind of been anti-property manager, at least from an investment standpoint. And I get that, you know, if you're a professional, like you had mentioned earlier, if you're talking to a lot of physicians, attorneys, dentists, that type of stuff, I would potentially, I would steer away from the traditional property manager. What they do is they manage your property. They are reactive. They're not good at marketing. They're really not great at hospitality. And you can't do that at scale. So, and I'm not even talking Vacasa, you know, which is the 800 pound gorilla, you know, somebody in your market that has 75, hundred properties cannot do the shit that's required when you have five properties or 10 properties. So I have 13 and honestly, I'm not as good at 13 as I was when I had five on the co-hosting side. It's one of the reasons on my portfolio, I want no more than 20 co-hosting properties. I now have hired somebody that I can teach them how to co-host, but in my own portfolio, I don't want more than 15. And so I believe that it takes the same amount of time. I shouldn't say I believe. I know from experience. It takes the same amount of time to manage a property that has $150 ADR as it does $1,500. I, at least for me, I do the exact same things. So I look at maximizing on the front end when I'm going to acquire a property. As we talked about this, this is still the best asset class to invest into. It's still better than RTR, LTR, still better than arbitrage way safer than getting into the stock market. You know, I'm not buying FinTech or I'm not a, you know, I'm not even, I actually have very little, I own like seven shares of stock. They're all Berkshire Hathaway. I mean, I'm very, very conservative. So I think Jeff, one the number one thing is you have to have a mindset. And I just got off a coaching call literally with a lady in Branson who was at the conference and she has 23 properties. They are all in Table Rock and all in Branson. And she wanted to join my new war room program with my super team. And I'm like, look, one of the qualifiers is, is, you know, you have to be at a different level. It's an expensive program. It's not for newbies. And she had a lot of cash that she wanted to deploy over the next 12 to 24 months. But I said, it only works if you open up your mindset to diversify geographically. So I think the number one thing for me is we need to be experts on the entry. When we are analyzing markets, analyzing properties, and the people that have the kind of that, I will call it a, not a narrow mindset or a closed mindset, but it's the comfort mindset of, hey, I want to be able to get to my properties in 15 minutes to fix the toilet or the drippy faucet. It's a limiting belief because now you're staying geographically into one area. You don't get the, the whole country as your oyster or the whole world as your oyster. And there's a lot better deals out there than where we live in many respects. Number two outside of evaluating the properties and, and buying right on the front end is really for those of us that do have, you know, some larger portfolios, probably five plus, it doesn't matter if you're, if you're at five or if you're at 10 or if you're at 50, doing an audit at least annually, but I highly recommend quarterly of 
return on equity. There's a lot of discussions that happen about cash on cash return. I was one of them last year. You know, I wouldn't do anything at 30% below cash on cash, but we need to look at IRR, our own personal internal rate of return, which is an acronym that's typically only used in multifamily syndication investments. But you can really figure that out if you're looking at your return on equity. A lot of times people, and you probably know this and you see it all the time, Jeff, as a lender, you know, a, a guy might have four properties and, you know, he's had them for five, six, seven, 10 years, and he's got like 50% or 40% or 60%. Well, you know, go cash out, refi one and pay one down to zero, pull cash out. I'd rather see if, got, if you have four properties with 50% debt in each one of them, I'd rather see you bump up to 80 or 85 and one or two of them and pay the others off because now you have an asset that's going to be more secure for you as a lender, right? And you know, from a cash flow perspective. The third thing is geography. People do not look into their investing strategy to diversify. So I started in the Southeast and it's incredible working with Kenny Bedwell, you know, on our STRonomics podcast the, and getting data from him through STR Insights, Jeff, the number of people, the percentage of people that are investing in the Southeast only is like 80% of all STR investments is blowing up down in the Southeast. And that's where you're at, that's we consider that Texas, Mississippi, you know, Louisiana, Tennessee, Kentucky, kind of over to North Carolina, down into Florida, and you know Georgia and Alabama and all those states. Alabama. So yeah. that's pretty insane when you look at that concentration. But there's great deals that can be had on the West Coast, and I mean, I think the best urban market right now is Kansas City, Missouri, and not a lot of people are talking about that. And it's not all vacation rentals. But middle America is an oyster to be able to invest into. But here's the deal. I started like many. I built my portfolio in Gulf Shores. Then I started to diversify. Then I went to the mountains. Then I went to the West Coast, not really West Coast, but into Montana. And the real key here is that I'm in a ski market, a winter market, and I also doubles as a summer market, but I've got the beach. So we just had the worst winter since I've been in, in the panhandle and since 2016, the worst winter ever. And literally, I had a great winter cash flow with two properties that I own in the mountains, but also two additionals that I co-host. So I'm able to level out my cash flow. That becomes extremely important. I don't think many people are thinking about that in their investment strategy. Well, I think, you know, the easy thing to do is once you figure it out on one, you want to do it on two, three, four in the same market area, special coastal areas, you're kind of setting yourself up for disaster if there's a major winter or I'm sorry, a major weather event. And so- Like Sally, yeah. the hurricane that hit the Gulf, Gulf Shores in 2020. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. Jeff, I had a guy that was a year away from retiring. He's a friend of mine, professor at the University of Virginia. He had five properties, lost every one of them because they were all consolidated within a three block area. Set his retirement back by three to five years. Yeah, that, that's the definition of putting your all your eggs in one basket, in my opinion. But yeah, great information. So Bill- Three ways that people can connect with you. I would say the number one place I would recommend is the Build Short-Term Rental Wealth Facebook group. I've got 25,000 members in there. It's not spammy, not salesy. It's literally all about helping people. I think it's the best Facebook group in our industry. Number two, check me out on my STR Unfiltered podcast, 100% free. And then Bill Faith, that's F-A-E-T-H-73 on Instagram. I'm putting out reels and educational content there and on my TikTok every single day. Awesome. Bill, thank you so much for joining us. Until next time. Jeff Chisholm is a registered mortgage loan officer, NMLS 673623 for North Point Bank, NMLS 447490. 
North Point Bank is an equal housing lender. All programs and products discussed on the show are subject to change without notice.